join the nation. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on Racing Nation. A big nine-event card this weekend from Sandown Headlines Racing from Victoria. Let's see if we can help you find a few winners on that card. Well, thanks to Hogan's family, Bill is joining me now from thepuntingbaron.com.au. He is the punting baron, Shane Matthews. Now, you've tried to escape the cold and come to the Sunshine State, I hear. You're in Queensland. I am. I'm in Brisbane. It's nearly as cold as bloody Port Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pack any jumpers. I didn't pack any jackets. Yeah, no, it's very cold up here, mate. <laughs> what? I thought you would have been acclimatised to this sort of weather. Um, yeah, well, you could say that. I just, I think, I think it's uh, mind over matter. I think I come up just expecting to be warm. Uh, it's uh, pretty chilly this morning. Not a cloud in the sky as I look out now uh, over the lovely Brisbane Sea, but <laughs> yeah, it's a bit frosty out there. But what, you're off to Eagle Farm. Yeah, off to Eagle Farm tomorrow. So looking forward to it. Been a the last Stradbroke I was at, uh, Linton was bursting up on the rails to Nick Hall. Uh, a few scenes on the lawn that day. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I haven't been since they've done the redevelopment. I know they've had a few issues with the track, which seems to be in the past now. The track seems to be playing really well. Uh, you know, it looks like it's going to be a great day tomorrow. Sunny, blue skies, uh, good track, uh, really competitive program of racing. So, yeah, can't wait to... Uh, can't wait to get out there and back a few winners and uh, enjoy a few beverages. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll do all of the above. Now, we were we are going to talk, obviously, about Sandown, but just whilst we're on Queensland, did you have a thought on the big one, the Stradbrokes? Uh, it's very tough race. It's, uh, I wouldn't say it's a vintage Stradbroke. Uh, I think it's a very even lineup of gallopers, and as a result, that makes it quite difficult. Uh yeah, even the favourite airtime, he's had a bit of a funny preparation. Uh, he hasn't often got too deep into preparations in recent times either. So for mine, while he can certainly win and you can argue, you know, on talent, he might be the most talented horse in the race. So I, I can't really come into him at the price. I was probably looking away from those in the market a little bit. I can certainly see Isotope improving significantly back on drier ground. Uh, Willie Pike. Big race rider, low draw. She's going to get a nice suck running behind. Uh, just feel that uh, she might be ready to produce her best run of the preparation. Well, she'll certainly need to because if you look at her form, it doesn't read overly well on paper. But she just hasn't really struck her preferred ground. Uh, just feel this race might set up nicely for her. She can stalk the speed. Uh, she's on a dry ground. So I think she'll run very well. I think Private Eye up the top's a bit of a forgotten horse. He's a... He's a Doncaster winner. Uh, you know, he's drawn uh, Epsom winner, I think. Sorry, uh, draws gate one. He'll do no work in the run. Uh, it, again, as I said, it's not a vintage Stradbroke, and he's a Group One Epsom winner, and you're getting around fifteen dollars about him. So he's probably going to feature in my bets. And the other one, which is a real conundrum, is Alligator Blood. Uh, gee, that run first up was enormous, and yeah. you think if he's improved off that, he's going to be right in it on Saturday. Uh, but you are. Um, I think we we're talking off air. It has is one good run uh, out of a few bad ones in recent times, but certainly with the new stable for Gay Waterhouse, uh, perhaps she's got him ticking because that was a hell of a run first up. If he goes on from that and gets some luck from the draw, uh, he's going to be right in the finish. And certainly his best form probably has him almost winning this race, given that we've said it's not an overly strong Stradbroke. So they're the three at the moment that I'm probably basing my bets around, but not a race where I'd be talking you out of backing anything because mm. uh, it looks like there's a host of chances uh, 
you know, big field, 18 runners, it's going to be a it's going to be a great race on Saturday. Yeah, looking forward to that one. It is uh, the feature on a big day, but as we mentioned, it is Ladbrokes Park Hillside at Sandown on Saturday. A heavy nine is the track, so just weather conditions-wise, track are we absolutely looking for the heavy trackers, or what's your assessment? Yeah, very cold down in Melbourne. Don't think that's going to dry out. Sandown Hillside's had plenty of racing uh, through the win- through the uh, autumn and winter in recent times, so I don't think uh, even if the rain, those showers forecast don't arrive, I don't think it's going to dry out too much. So I think we'll be dealing with a proper heavy track, rail out eight metres. Uh, certainly think we'll see them using plenty of the track uh, throughout the day. Uh, this was a really strong meeting last year. It was on a heavy track as well. There's a few horses running, running on Saturday that won last year on this same day. Uh, but yeah, it's a very competitive program. Certainly race nine, we're not talking about as a betting race, but we see Grand Promenade, Pondus, Persan, De Grays, Dawn Patrol, a few horses that you're going to expect to see into the spring heading towards the Cups having a run. So it's an interesting meeting and a pretty strong program. All right, well, let's see if we can help the listeners find a few winners. So you've picked out races two, race five, race seven to preview here on the program. Don't forget full subscription at thepuntingbaron.com.au for all of Shane's thoughts. We'll tell you how you can do that at the end of the segment. But let's have a look at these races. Race two, the first one that we mentioned, Ladbroke at Handicap. It's over the 1,000 metres. Thoughts here? Uh, caught my right whack last start. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I took on the people's story. Take him on. I just didn't have a bet in the race, and uh, the people's chair, Bashman Street, gave me a right roll up a cup of the jaw when he absolutely bolted in a course field. Uh, he was never going to lose. He stalked the speed, peeled out, ran past Starry Legend, won easily. Absolutely see no reason whatsoever why he won't be winning again. He, uh, heavy track suits. I think they found the key to him, keeping him for these 1,000 metres and 1,100-metre races. Uh, that really does seem to be the key with him. He was just struggling to run out the 1,200 metres in a few of those races earlier in his campaign. He's fit, he's in form, he loves these conditions. He again looks to just get that perfect run, stalking Starry Legend of the Gouch. I think he'll come off their backs and I think he'll win again. Uh, he's just airborne, uh, the people's champ, Ashford Street. I think he wins again. I think the danger in the race might be number seven, Scissor Step. Comes through a bit of a few different form lines. Uh, gets a bit of a drop in weight. He's been carrying, uh, you know, upwards of 58, 59 kilos against his own age group. He was dominant first up. He was in a bit unlucky second up. The last two runs have just been fair. He ran into a pretty good one last start in Star Patrol, but finished alongside the likes of Cardinal Gem. Oh, gee, wasn't that, a, wasn't that an ugly watch last Saturday? Uh, so I think this is just a little bit... He's had a little bit of a freshen up. He comes back to the 1,000 down in the way. Uh, he certainly looked over the odds at the 9 to $10. I could certainly see him running a race. Uh, but pretty keen that the people's champ, Ashford Street, wins again. Uh, but I'll be saving on scissor step around that 9 to $10 mark. Let's go down the page to race number five on the program here. And the fifth is the Tarlin Porter Handicap, 1,300 metres, a benchmark 78. Yeah, pretty keen two-bet play here uh, with number three, Unusual Culture, and number five, My Yankee Girl. So Unusual Culture having the first start for the Kieran Maher and David Eustace team looks a pretty promising filly. Uh, went back and watched her replays from New Zealand. Dominant winner at her first start. Then stepped up to the mile at the, her last two runs over the 1600. She was there to win both of those races and probably just didn't finish them off. Uh, and for that reason, I really do like her fresh here over the 1300. I think she can 
sit off the pace from the wide draw. She'll be back uh, probably around midfield, maybe a little bit worse. Hopefully peeling into that middle part of the track is the place to be as we get deeper into the day. She's had a really sharp jump out at Cranbourne to have her... Um, was it Cranbourne? No, I might have got that wrong. She has had a jump out recently. It just escapes me where it was. But she's jumped out really nicely, uh, went through the line quite nicely in that jump out. She looks a filly that might have a fair bit of potential. This will just be her second preparation. Uh, she's well in the market around the 5 to $6 mark. She may just be better than these. So certainly want to be with her. And also want to be with my Yankee girl. Uh, she chased home Kerr Royale last start. Kerr Royale's in this race at the moment. Whether they run her on the heavy track, I'm not sure. But regardless, I think my Yankee girl can turn the tables on Kerr Royale. Uh, Kerr Royale just owned that race on speed. I don't think it's going to be as simple as that here on Saturday. Uh, the soft ground certainly plays into my Yankee girl's favour. She hit the line really well there finishing alongside Literary Magnate, who we saw run really well at Flemington last Saturday in a pretty strong race. Uh, Ollie goes on board. Nice middle gate to sit just off the speed. I think she'll run well. She's also around that 5 to $6 mark. Uh, pretty keen that one of those two win. Number three, Unusual Culture, and number five, My Yankee Girl. All right, let's go to race number seven on the program from Sandowns. So uh, the seventh here is the Ladbrokes Mega Multi-Handicap. It's over the mile, a benchmark 78. Big field engaged here. Big field, few informed gallopers coming together, few imported gallopers first up. Uh, Visionari's obviously going to be hard to beat. That's her Davy form is looking really strong at the moment. Uh, but certainly well enough found in the market. Uh, look, he's found form, Chief Elton, and now that he's found form, I think he might go on with the job. Uh, he just, he loomed to win at Warrnambool and just seemed to peak on his run late there behind Savalu. From where I was standing, he looked like he was going to go straight past them at the furlong, and it was like he almost ran into a brick wall. So I think his condition just ran out there over the 1400. He was freshened up back to the 1300 uh, 10 days ago on the Sandown Lakeside track. That was the only slight concern going into the race, was that he was coming back to the 1300. Uh, he might be looking for a bit further, but he just relishes these heavy conditions. And he just got a lovely card into the race and put them away. It was a dominant win. He carried a big weight. He won by four lengths running away. He gets his favoured conditions here again. He gets up to the mile, which he's going to relish. Uh, he again draws out, but I don't think that's an issue for him. I actually think that's a bit of a that's a bit of a blessing for him. If he can get into that three wide with cover line, blend into the race at the right time. Uh, you know, Vizinari's around the two seventy to eighty mark. He's come around the seven to eight dollar mark. So that's a much more attractive bet in my opinion. And I think he's a horse that's always threatened to go to the next level and probably hasn't lived up to some of that uh, talent and early uh, potential that he's shown. Just the nature of that win last start was so dominant. Just get the feeling he might go on with the job now, and uh, this looks a very nice race for him. The other one at big odds I think you can save on. We might have went off one start early with falls at Caulfield last start. It wasn't a bad run there behind the Aguilar. He was caught wide. He stuck to his task. Thought he got through the line quite well. Gets up to the mile here. Not sure if it was this race on this day last year, but he won on this day last year on a heavy track and absolutely bolted in. Uh, you just have to look. He's got a great record on Hillside. He's got a great record at the mile. He's got a great heavy track record. Up to the mile, I thought last start he might have been a chance of going forward and 
you know, even leading or leaning outside the leader, just didn't quite have the early speed. I think up to the mile here and looking at the map, there doesn't look a lot of speed. Uh, that day he won last year over the mile, he went straight to the front to Damien Lane and bolted in. He was nine fifty into seven dollars on this day last year. He's come up around twenty dollars here. I think he's going to run a very big race and uh yeah, around that twenty dollar mark. He looks one of the better bets at odds for the program, so I'll save on him behind Chief Alpini. Okay, so recapping we're Sandown race two, number three, Ashford Street. We can save on the seven scissor step at Ashford Street, the on top selection there. Race five, a two bet play, it's three unusual culture and five, my Yankee girl. Go to the seventh and we can here on one chief Altony, but definitely a very good saver uh, to include in there is the four, which is falls. What's the best on the program? I like the Chief. So I think he's now that he's back on song, uh he had a dominant win last start, ten day back up, heavy track. Uh, race seven, number one, Chief Alpini is the best. Okay, so that's your thoughts on Sandown and also, as we touched on, the uh, the big Stradbroke. But um, from the puntingbaron.com.au point of view, a good weekend to get involved. Plenty of tips from right around the country. Plenty happening. Uh, we've got a couple of bets for those listening to the podcast earlier at Swan Hill uh, on Friday. There's a massive three-day carnival there, which culminates in the Cup on Sunday. But the big Golden Topaz Day on Friday, uh, there's a provincial meeting there on the Saturday as well. Massive three-day carnival. Uh, good luck to the club because they've had some rotten luck missing out the last two years with COVID. Uh, looking at social media, there's been a fair few make the journey up to Swan Hill. So that's a big three days, so we'll be betting there. Uh, there's also the Aspley Cup, which is being run at Casterton this year. That's on Sunday, so we're probably covering that through the SMS. Uh, but yeah, certainly on the website, big full written previews for Sandown Hillside and the big Eagle Farm meeting, uh, so we're coming off a big day last Saturday, helped by that wonderful horse, looks like Elvis, so hopefully we can back that up again and have another good day this Saturday. So go to punningbaron.com.au, subscriptions start from just $6 a week, great value, plenty of content, jump on board. All right, that's the way to do it, jump onto the website and have a look, punningbaron.com.au, will you enjoy sunny Queensland, enjoy Stradbroke Day, it does look a, a great card of racing, so win, lose or draw, I'm sure you'll enjoy it, but hopefully you walk out a winner as well, and hopefully we can find a winner or two for the punters as we have here at Sandown as well. No worries mate, it should be a great day, good luck, have a good weekend. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 